Welcome to Osteopathy Unplugged. I'm Steve Paulus Dio. And I'm Bonnie Gintis Dio. We're American osteopathic physicians, and we're a married couple devoted to the practice and the study of osteopathic medicine. We developed Osteopathy Unplugged out of our passion for osteopathy and the recognition that our profession needs a more intimate conversation about who we are and what we do. Join us as we sit in conversation, talking about the inner and outer workings of osteopathy. Welcome to episode 17, Taking in a History. This episode is the first in a series devoted to the practice of osteopathy. Instead of looking at concepts, we will dive into clinical pragmatism. We will ask you the question, how can you become a better or more effective osteopath? We will not be teaching osteopathic techniques. We will not be teaching anatomy or physiology. We will not be teaching embryology. In this new series, we will be giving you uncomplicated clinical clues to improve your practice of osteopathy. What we're talking about is simple, but not simplistic. These thematically linked episodes are a guide to some of the foundational, but rarely discussed aspects of how to practice osteopathy more effectively. In previous episodes, we created a series addressing what we see as foundational osteopathic philosophy and treatment principles, episodes 1, 2, 3, and 4. We have another series devoted to what we call origin stories, episodes 6 and 11. Origin stories explore historical vignettes from the writings of A.T. Still and his direct students, and we deconstruct these case histories or classic stories. Origin stories are a way for every osteopath to be proud of our heritage and to better understand what we do and why we do it. Steve and I are devoted to remembering and appreciating our professional history. We created a seven-part series on To Find Health, episodes 7, 8, 9, 10, 14, 15, and 16. In these next several episodes of the Practice of Osteopathy series, We will also look closely at where to start an osteopathic treatment. Is talking okay or not okay for the patient or the osteopath during an osteopathic treatment? Are choreographed treatments, protocols, or sequences acceptable or not acceptable? How to end an osteopathic treatment? Relaxation is not the goal of an osteopathic treatment. What about the issue of engine wiping? Too many cooks in the kitchen the medical hex, and many more to come. Our goal in creating this podcast is to provide every osteopath everywhere with an easily accessible teaching in the oral tradition. Our teachings are a textbook of osteopathy presented in conversation. Thank you for joining the conversation we call osteopathy. Okay, Steve, I'm going to turn this one over to you to start. Okay, I'd like to begin with a little-known quote from A.T. Still that changed my life. Let me start with the quote, and then I'll tell you my story and my connection to these mind-blowing words of wisdom. This obscure quote comes from the book, The Lengthening Shadow of Dr. A.T. Still by Arthur Hildreth, D.O. Dr. Still plainly stated, and I quote, When a patient comes to me for examination and begins to talk to me about symptoms, how she suffers, and what her trouble is, I am listening to her story. And while listening, 
I am seeing in my mind's eye the combination of systems which go to make up the whole of that body structure. I am concentrating on her story, trying to determine through the description given to me the structural alterations which have occurred to produce the symptoms described. End quote. 25 years ago, I began a serious study of the history of osteopathy in general and the work of Andrew Taylor Still in particular. I read all four of Still's books three or four times. In the mid-1990s, I took the time to scan all four of his publications using OCR, Optical Character Recognition, long before the electronic versions of his works became available online in the early 2000s. I then organized thousands of key quotes of his into thematic elements to try to find patterns. I purchased and read every book published by all of his direct students in order to better understand what still taught and how it was received and interpreted by those who studied with him. While reading Hildreth's book, I came across the quote I just read. It stopped me in my tracks. I read it and reread it. I got the words, but I didn't grasp what he meant or how to do what he was describing. His quote may have been spoken plainly, but the implications and applications were demanding. All I knew was that I needed to know. I was driven to understand this quote. This quote seized me and took hold of my consciousness and inspired me in a single-minded curiosity. Bonnie had to put up with what appeared to be an obsession with certain quotes from Dr. Still. Oh my God, it was like a third person was living with us at that time. (laughs) But it inspired me too, and it made me curious. So at this point in time, Bonnie and I had been married for about a year. The episode you've been listening to just faded out because you are not yet a subscriber to Osteopathy Unplugged. Please visit patreon.com slash osteopathyunplugged and become a subscriber in order to have full access to the rest of this episode as well as the complete collection. We have created a set of foundational episodes that will be available for free for everyone. These teachings provide an introduction to osteopathic clinical philosophy. However, the full versions of all episodes are only available through Patreon. Access Patreon through their app or through a browser page. Thank you for listening to Osteopathy Unplugged. And thank you for your interest in the osteopathic experience. Until next time, be well, listen deeply, and stay curious.